ready, Dad? Yeah, kid. Start the ball. I guess it's just like they say. Hey, hey, this is Like Nerd, Like Son, and this is The Nerd, The KP, Mr. Maestro, The Band of Myth, The Motherfucking Legend, and everything that you want to be. And I'm sitting here with... Sitting here with the son, Jay Escobar, yours truly, the boy. And we are joined by always... ERIC here. Yes, sir. <laughs> the trio is back at it again. And for the final time. Uh, so, <sighs> unfortunately, this will be our last podcast. It's a very sad day. I'm getting choked up. This is bittersweet. I need another drink. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm getting ready for this. Okay, I got I got my... <laughs> So we, uh, yeah. So the sun. Cause she made me a really strong rum and coke. I see that you might need a refill. Well, you asked, I, I mean, you asked her if there was any rum in it when she brought it to you. Initially. I know it was rum in it. And I was just being a wise ass and she put more in it. Good. That's all right, man. That's what we're here for the last episode, man. Go fucking turn up. And you know we're doing a show about um, parent-child relationships, father-son relationships, mother-daughter, mother-son, mother, whatever. So it's very fitting that I had my 14-year-old make my rum and coke. <laughs> that is very Parenting at its best. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, the uh, Jay Escobar, yours truly the boy, uh, moving away to uh, Japan. And so, you know, we will not be able to do this, at least until I get back. So right. uh, this is kind of our indefinite. And who knows what that'll be? Suspension. Yeah, I don't know. Might be awesome. I'm going to have to get a passport. I think you will. Come to Japan. Come because you know what? I got tickets to the Studio Ghibli Museum, which uh, our Miyazaki episode, if you listen to that, you know. Yes. That shit's going to be tight. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And I hear brothers do well with the women over in Japan. So I'm really not coming to see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you're coming. We know where you're coming from. Uh, I didn't I'm, think you were coming for me. I'm not coming for that. No, 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 no. Can you just, show up in your overalls with your peace medallion? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> And you better start making some friends and getting ready to set me up when I get there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, we're doing a special episode. We're I'll talk to your wife about that. She'll hook me up. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> we're, um, so, the special episode today, yeah, we're focusing on parent relationships to yes. fall in line with our, you know, title. Like nerd, like son. Yes. So Now, um, now as we start, um, it's very, it's, we, 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 the son pick this topic because we're like nerd like son and it's about child parent relationships and parent child relationships and and you know and i didn't realize it and son and i have always been very close and i didn't realize how well this cat knew me until about two weeks ago we had a conversation he sent me this text and he had me down to a t to a t and Son is very honest with me. He tells me just like it is. 
He tells he doesn't pull punches with me. You would think he would, but he doesn't. Well, you don't. So <laughs> yeah, I don't. Pull. Yeah, he gets it from me because I don't pull punches either. So he doesn't pull punches with me. He's like, Dad, you know, you do this, you do that, you do this. Don't get me wrong. I'm very proud of the way you raised me. However, this is what you might be doing wrong. So, and when I fuck up, son is like the first person to tell me. It's good. He's the first person. It's to, the only way you learn. He's the first person to say, Dad, you know, that's not what it was. Yeah. <laughs> we, and, talk, we was talking about something. And I said, yo, I just did. He said, Dad, you know you didn't do it because of that. You did it because of this. And I'm like, damn you. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you find out. Yeah. And that guy, followed, I mean, we'll get to it. But, uh, you know, the season, the season mid-season premiere of New Walking Dead. Uh, spoiler alert! Fast forward thirty seconds if you don't want to hear what happens. Carl dies, and at the very like while he's dying, he kind of says to his dad, "Like, no, like I am. I've been here to teach you, not the other way around." And Rick's like, "Yeah, you've you were the one that taught me." So I'm glad you. I'm glad I could pass on something to you, man. <laughs> you passed on a lot to me. Comic Thank books, you. all the shit. Yeah, so, I did. I did. It's been a pleasure. The good looks. The game. I'll say that. Yeah, I'm not gonna deny yeah. that. Yeah. Then I'm just. Saying. <laughs> it sets me up, so yeah. But um, anyway, so let's get this fucking show started. Yes, let's get this started. Let's get it started. Oh, I'm sorry, not, not bad. black eyed peas. We're not. Doing I'm, that I'm shit. just maybe the room was a little bit too strong. <laughs> so relationships and parent relationships, father son relationships, whatever. Um, we're starting off with comics. Yes, let's do comics. Our favorite, uh, I think, the ones we have the worst. Okay, of. Let, yeah, let, let me let me start with one that um, let me start with an obvious one that real. And I said to you guys, and you were like, "What? Who? The Justice Society of America and Infinity Incorporated." So is that like a whole group of people? A whole group of people. Group now, Justice Society of America were in DC. They fought World War Two. So in the eighties, it all came like you never saw these kids before. But all of a sudden, all these people had kids and everything. Mm -hmm. So the kids had their own powers and had their own supergroups. Hmm. So um, in, in Earth 2, the Huntress was Batman's daughter. And she was part of it. Um, there was um, Hawkman and Hawkwoman in Earth 2 had a son. He was part of it. Uh, Wonder Woman had a daughter. She was part of it. And, and so on and so on. And, and, you know, a couple other people. One of them was a villain. Um, they had a villain called Brainwave. And his son decided to be a good person. And he joined the team. <laughs> so, and the Green Lanterner 2 had two kids. Jade and Obsidian. And they won a team. But they busted in as, like, this new group. You know, trying to be the new Justice Society. And trying to, you know... And that they 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 were trying to follow their parents' footsteps, which defined them. Right. Okay. So uh, other kind of y'all jump in. I, I will. Uh, um, I'd say I'm, I'm going to throw out one that's not DC Marvel. That is probably my favorite, and that's Omni Man and Invincible. Um. So yeah, Omni Man and Invincible. That that story is yes. The it kicks off. And gets really good around the seventh issue when Omni Man is basically the Superman of the universe, and he's like, and he tells his son, like, you're gonna get powers one day, just like me. And sure enough, he does. And then in one issue, they kind of gather up the, that world's like Justice League, and they all just get slaughtered immediately. And they're like, who the hell? And it was Omni Man, and it turns out he's a villain, and he was sent to Earth to kind of take it over because they're kind of like Kryptonians in a way. Right. 
And so he was, like, living undercover waiting for the perfect time. And he was like, all right, son, come with me and we'll take over this planet for our our home species. Which, which by the way, you've never been there, but we're from this other planet. And now <laughs> we're going to make Earth ours. Because who the fuck's going to stop us? And Invincible's like, no, this is my home. And they just have this fucking all-out brawl. Just, like, across the planet. Just, like, punching each other from, like, Antarctica to New York. Just, like, Now, Invincible's mother was Earth. Yeah, she was a human. So he was half and half anyway. He was half and half, but their DNA combined so well, and that's the whole reason why that their their people come to Earth. Okay, so the Invincible was like, you know what? This is my Earth, so you're not taking it over. Yes. Okay. And it kind of becomes like a redemptive arc for his father, too. Because Invincible's like, Dad, I know you're not actually bad. You're fighting against this because it's like in your, you know, culture to be like a you know uh, invader of planets mm-hmm. but i know you're not actually a bad person i know you cared about mom and i know you cared about me and his dad's kind of like fighting through tears like no i'm like i'm here to take over and you know and things work out for the best in the end <laughs> um which isn't always the case and anyway, we could talk about some of the times it does not always work out for the yeah. best in the end like um deathstroke and ravenger yeah the first Ravager back in the 80s when they first appeared um, was uh, the son um, Grant Wilson. He was trying to fight the Titans to prove himself to his dad. He got the injection that his dad had to make him give him powers and he, the injection killed him because they gave the Hive gave it to him the wrong injection. So Deathstroke was in the fight with the Titans and his son and since his son died, Deathstroke had this Hard on for hard on for the Titans. So that's where the relationship went wrong. Because the son was trying to prove himself to his dad. So it's Jericho, died. though. No, no. Jericho is the other son. Joey's the other son. How many fucking kids did Death Deathstroke had three kids Rose, Jericho, and Grant. Grant died being the first Ravager. Rose became the second Ravager, and she actually joined the Titans to fight against her dad. Who was the mother of all these kids? Um, she was actually the leader of Hive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good evil motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Alright. And um That's a pretty good one. Here I see. What do you got? For father daughter relationships, there's Big Daddy and Hit Girl from yes. Kick Ass. Which is pretty ridiculous relationship because they go on killing missions together. <laughs> right. But why? Like, what was the like, elaborate on why they were even fucking in that situation? If you remember. Okay. It was. It was more like they. The mother got killed, yeah. and so the father wanted revenge and like kind of took Hit Girl along with him. It made her into like this weapon. Yeah. Yeah. It's badass. It was actually more badass than him. Oh, yeah, she was, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, and what was fucking badass about it is when they made the movie, they got Nick Cage to play Big Daddy, and he fucking knocked it out of the park. That might be my favorite Nick Cage role yeah. ever. I don't well, know. it was good for his craziness. It was like a perfect role for him being an actual crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> it made it wait, easy wait, for him right. to play a crazy person. I, when I'm, wait, wait, Nick, uh, Nick Cage's favorite role for me? It's actually a father-kid role in there, playing there. He was in a movie, a Christmas movie called Family Man. 
Uh, where okay. he, he, family guy, family well. man, and he was like Don Cheeto, kind of like this angel that set him on his path on Christmas time, and he had to go live this other life that he would have had, and he had right. to be adjusted to his kids. Yeah. And at first, he like couldn't like he didn't grasp the concept that he had kids. But by the end of the movie, he's like, "I got kids. You can't send me back." So he kind of like grew to love his own kids. Okay. And then he got sent back to his life where he had no kids no more. I think the only other person I would would have gotten to play Big Daddy because now I'm thinking about it, you need a crazy person. Uh huh. Gary Busey. Yeah. I would have put Gary Busey. You would have killed Hit Girl. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. Yeah. Ph- physically though, Gary Busey couldn't have pulled it off. No, he could not have pulled yeah. it off. Nick Cage fucking yeah. nailed it. Nick Cage, who took his name from Luke Cage. Ha ha. Just the just his, right. his last name was really Scorsese because he changed his name. Men. Yeah. yeah. Well, his, his original <laughs> name was uh, Scorsese, and he he took his he changed his name. To Cage, make him more action oriented. Yeah, from Luke Cage. Well, he was a geek. You know, Nick Cage is a comic book geek like everybody else, like a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so, on him. You know, um, uh, Magneto, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch. That's like a pretty big. Now, this is this is a really messed up father son daughter relationship because this is a guy who didn't say that he was your dad. He didn't tell the kids he was their dad, <laughs> but he got them to be in the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah. Right. And they didn't know that was his father. Now, right. do you think that the writers just fucked up and then decided, like, wait a second, let's just make him? I think the writers fuck up a yeah. lot. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And they're just like, like shit. Yeah. We gotta re-explain this yeah. whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, you know, and this you're talking about the sixties and seventies. So they were like, how can we change this around? And make, fucking make Magneto the dad. From now, they're making it so Magneto's not the dad. They changed it recently. God, I, I hate God damn it. It's so Thomas, annoying. Thomas. I know. Yeah. They made it something good. But for a while, no, he was God a dad. Damn it. And Quicksilver always struggled with this thing about am I like my dad or am I not? Like right. am I evil? Because for a while Quicksilver became evil. Yeah. Right, yeah. I, I always remember both of them kind of I Scarlet Witch was always kinda of good though, right? Yeah, but she came she you became always evil had, one time. Yeah, you always had that thing in the back of your head too where you're like, eh, I don't know if they're Hundred percent pure good or not? And, and, while you're and reading, Scarlet Witch is the bitch you really don't want to be evil. Because no, she could deal with. She could alter realities. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You want you it on your side. You don't want to piss her off. Yeah, it's OP as fuck. The like, her power is OP as fuck. I, I can see you like sleeping with her and and you not doing a good job, and she alters the whole reality of right. you because you can't fuck. <laughs> Gives, gives you a giant dick. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that was like when uh, in the Ultimate Universe when Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were banging and they were brother and sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was sick. He could have at least run away from her. You know what I mean? <laughs> he didn't want to run. Yeah. I guess. Did. I guess. I guess your sister's twat was good. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! But yeah, banging that was banging like, Quicksilver is just or having Quicksilver Quicksilver bang you is just. What's the point? Yeah. 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 He's Quicksilver for a reason, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so moving on to another one. Uh, Cable and Cyclops. Yes. It's an interesting one. Now, I never really read, because I've never been a huge expert. Cable player. never raised Cyclops. Right. Cyclops, I mean, Cyclops never really raised Cable because Cable was taken away from him because of the disease in his bones or whatever, that his mutant disease that made him, you know, the way he is, so he had to be taken to the future to be raised by Escani. But what was so like even in the cartoon? Like what was it like when people showed up? He had a son named Tyler in the cartoon. Yes, 
Cable did? Yeah, yes. That's what the intro to the show is sampled yeah. from, by the way. I thought that was Cyclops and Cable Talk. No, that's no, Cable no, no. and Tyler. Cable and Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I just never, I didn't know, because again, like I didn't read much X-Men. I didn't know. Tyler, Tyler's like a less badass version of Cable. It's exactly what you expect out of somebody being Cable's right. son. But did like Cyclops like... Was he wealthy? He wasn't. In, he wasn't involved really with Cable at all in the X Men cartoon, from what I can remember. Right. I don't think they really interacted at all. I think okay. he was just like interacted as if he wasn't his family member. Right. I think it's cool just that like your son shows up and he's got like twenty years on you. Right. And yeah. it's like, What the fuck? It's a really cool concept. Like I've always liked that. Um. Another. Just on the topic of Cyclops, though. Um, Cyclops, I don't know his name, maybe you can help me out, but Cyclops... Kosar. Kosar? Kosar. Kosar. It was Cyclops and Havoc's dad. Who became a space pirate. Right. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Space pirate. It's a reason to run away. He threw threw his sons, (laughs) he didn't run away, they were in a plane, the plane got hijacked by aliens... Fuck yeah. And he threw his kids out of the plane to save their lives. But he gave him one parachute. Well, is that all he had? That's all he had was one parachute. And I like how, but that's how, that's what triggered their mutant powers, if I'm not mistaken. From what I read, it was that's what, when they were falling is when they kind of gained their mutant powers. Yeah, well, I think Cyclops gained his eye power when they were falling, but I don't think Havoc gained his power. What the, how did that how did that help? Him? But did Cyclops just blast the ground and reduce the just come momentum? out the other side of the earth? Or <laughs> well, <laughs> well, here's the thing: they didn't need to help him because they they were little boys and they had a parachute, so they were able to get down safely. Don't ever don't ever do that to any of your children. Don't be like, well, you know, you're both hey, small. They got one parachute. You're both yeah, small. They, 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 you know, they'll be alright. Hold on tight. Yeah, yeah they'll be alright. Um, another bad parenting. Well, uh, bad parenting. Mystique, Rogue, and Nightcrawler. Who is Mystique? Wait, wait, wait. Is Mystique's Rogue. is the father? No, 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 Mystique. I don't know who Nightcrawler's father is. I think the Nightcrawler's father might be the devil. Mystique got around. Mystique is old. Let's let's start off with this. Mystique is as old as Wolverine. Okay. Okay. She gets around. She's like a doorknob. Everybody get a turn. Right. She slept with just about everybody. And you don't really know how many people she slept with because she could change her body to anybody and be anybody, and she could sleep with anybody. It's yeah, yeah. so, so she could sleep. Yeah. She could turn her body into a uh, into a into a man and sleep with another woman. It's a it's a swingers just dream, to man. see what's yeah. going on. Yeah, you know, it's on hey. the other end. Yeah. Hey. Huh? So, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, they make a side like a side quest she, issue. Yeah. She 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 was she was, she was somewhere. She had Nightcrawler. She was being followed by villagers because they're both blue. Hitting the half of your ass that they meet. Yeah. So they're being chased out. So she had to throw Nightcrawler into a river or something like that. And he was adopted. I don't know. <laughs> this river. She had to give her a Nightcrawler. She had to do like the Moses thing with yeah, Nightcrawler. Yeah, what the fuck and is then, that? And then, you know, and then save herself and save Nightcrawler at the same time. He got picked up by the circus and now he's a circus fool. Circus fool. Okay. And, <laughs> but in the meantime, she grows up. She has the brotherhood of evil mutants. And uh, a, a lost girl comes to her who is rogue with mutant powers. And she, you know, she kind of takes this kid in and, and is like her surrogate mother. So Rogue calls her mother. And she's actually Nightcrawler's real mother. So now that they're both X-Men, they're kind of like 
step brother and sister sort of stuff story. Right. So you can never see Rogue and Nightcrawler kind of hook up. That'd be some freaky shit. Not really, because not really related, but you know, it's still been. But yeah. um, Mystique is both their. It's kind of considered both their parents, mm -hmm. but she's Mystique. It's Mystique, so she's not a very good parent. Right, she right. did the mo doing the Moses thing is yeah, kind of yeah. precludes and, and, you from being and a good taking parent. the other girl that she took in, taking the other kids she took in and being a surrogate mother, and then making her into a life of crime, yeah. using her powers for life of crime. That wasn't no, it's not not great. It's not, well, she's it's not, selfish. She's like a Black Widow type. Like no, you know what I mean. Like Black Widow, if she had a kid, I don't think she would have been there for the kid. Well, she that's, can't have that's kids because Black Widow's a good person. She's a hero. So she would, she would, she would give the kid to a, to the right folks to somebody who would take care of her on purpose. All right. You know, knowing that she couldn't have that lifestyle. I'll allow it. Um, now, the one person that had a kid, well, I wouldn't think. Well, you kind of would think he would be good with a kid, but you kind of think he wouldn't be good with a kid. But Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Bruce Wayne had Damian Wayne. Now he was kind of like a father figure to. The entire Grayson. Bat family. Yes. I mean... And now he has an actual kid. Now, the thing about Bruce Wayne is... The weird thing about Bruce Wayne is... When he gets some, when he gets a kid in front of him, he puts him in the costume. I don't... It's freaky. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. He never is just like taken into a park. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Let me put you in a costume with tights. Listen, you look like you can repel from this building. <laughs> <laughs> you got a small enough body to get into all the vents. <laughs> exactly what it feels like it's like yeah yeah let me, let me, well to be like, fair though all these kids show up find the bat cave or something like that and they're like oh shit i want in and like, yeah. i can't yeah you got it. You but he's I mean? like he's like yeah. you look like you could be the distraction while people are shooting at me yeah so i'm gonna put you in a yellow then yeah. i'm wearing dark i'm behind <laughs> i'm behind you wear red but you wear the brightest shit you can find i got a so big r on there you. yeah and why they shoot at you you can duck and dodge. Uh, I'm gonna hit him. <laughs> and show a little leg while you're at it. Yeah, yeah, he's right on the leg while you're at it. Is that a speedo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. But so his relationship with Damian Wayne was always really interesting because it he he him and Talia Al Ghul had a romantic evening one yes. night. As they do, being like yeah. ninja types. Al Ghul comes on strong to Bruce Wayne and, every and, single know, time. I, I, I'm serious. Every single yeah. time. The way they draw it. The way they draw Talia, I would hit it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, Talia's sexy as hell. If I had to hit artwork, I would hit Talia. Yeah, <laughs> or even even in the Batman movies, I'd be like, okay, well, yeah. isn't uh, what's her name, the chick from like Inception that was like hanging off the edge of the building? She played Talia Al Ghul. Yeah, the, dude, she's smoking. Mm -hmm. uh, Shy. All right. <laughs> Mediocre. Yeah, I think it's Maria Cotillard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, moving on to, I guess, another one, uh, we'll talk about Logan, uh, Wolverine, and his, his kids. Now, uh, nerd, I might need your assistance on just this part of it. Okay. Cupcake boy over here. Yeah, cupcake boy. Nerd decided to take a nerd cupcake Nerd the cupcake break. boy. Just yeah. Okay, now, here's the thing. I'm not sure who Dakin's mother is. Yeah, they never really explained it. Did you? So here's the thing, for our listeners, we've always been like, "All right, eat your food before we start the podcast." And I think this is the last episode. You have just given up. You don't give a shit. I, 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 
give a shit. I'm you just... went from an ice cream sandwich to a fucking cupcake. <laughs> Listen, two Roman Cokes. Dude, yeah. Roman. Fucking <laughs> smashing it. The dragon has okay. been chased. You guys can kiss both sides of my ass. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Well, he, so Logan has two t- kids, te- uh, technically. Right. X23 and Dakin. Dakin. Those are such Dakin. cool kid names. It is X, cool. This is my kid, X23. Right. And that was done, and we'll get into kind of like the movie stuff, like right after. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was his relationship with X twenty three was always really cool. His relationship with Dakin was even more interesting because at least X twenty three was like a kind of a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like she knew that she she wanted to be like her dad mm-hmm. and funny, but Dakin Dakin was like. A badass off the bat. Like yeah. when they did like yeah. the Dark Avengers and they had like He hated his dad because of he, I guess he left his mother. Yeah. And was, I didn't I didn't get the whole story. Because by that time in my life I stopped dealing with the X-Men as much because it got too convoluted. It's been convoluted. Yeah. That's like when I first started reading the X-Men, it wasn't as convoluted. They could still explain away yeah. something. Yeah, X-Men, you had new mutants, you had X Factor, and you were set. Right. But they, they, they've always. It's funny because when you read early X Men books, the writers would just do like so much um, exposition in each fucking panel. Like Jean Grey would look at Wolverine and be like, "That's Wolverine. He has adamantium bones." And he was like, "And last issue, we did this." And like one panel, and you're like, "Dude, I, I just read the last issue." Like they would just fucking <laughs> fill. They would just be them, like a drawing of just them, and then just word bubbles just everywhere explaining what they thought. Exactly. Like, literally, I get it. I know. Really, what happens? Old X Men comics or something else. Um, but uh, yeah. So his X twenty three was always really cool because she had, she had like the fucking uh, only two claws and then the claw in the foot, which was dope because they actually had in the movie, Logan, which was which I hated. That's right. You did. I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. Right. But that was a very good father son. I mean, or father-daughter. Like, even if you didn't like the movie and how that was played out, you gotta admit, their nope. relationship in that nope. movie was great. Nope. Really? You didn't even like the way they interacted? You didn't find that? <clears throat> nope. Okay. I think it was being... I had, if, I had, if I was Wolverine and I had claws, I'd have killed her. Why? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but, da- uh, yeah, Dakin's always been, like, a little... He's like a broody goth kid. Like yeah. Dakin is a broody goth kid name. I didn't realize oh, this until I read up on him. But Dak, Dakin, Dakin or whatever Dakin. his name is, he goes both ways. Yeah, I actually did remember that. Yeah, he goes both ways. And he bats for both teams. Yeah. Where did they elaborate on that? No, I forget when they did, but he bats for both teams. Yeah, okay. yeah. But he's got some like badass. Like, nah, yeah. they're not even badass. He's a badass guy that can kill you, but he'll suck a dick the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or hey, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. <laughs> all right. Okay. Is he the? Is he look? Is he the lick carpet or swallow sword? He's either. He's good either way. All right. He's Jeez. got both. He's got both covered. Yeah, the yeah, nerves you know? in rare form today, dude. Slinging back is... Bacardi rum. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. I mean, I mean, eating look, cupcakes. That, that that can that can just like look. I'm even taking it up the ass. I'm even giving it up the ass. Either way. All right. I'm good. We're going to move on from Dakin. Okay. Um, Logan's dad himself, though, was kind of a piece of shit. Um, yes. If we're talking about the uh, um, 
X-Men Origin or the Wolverine Origins. Yes. Who right. was his dad? Um, what was that story? His dad was a guy who was cheating on his mom. Okay. And then they And it got a kill it got him killed. Yes. And then he Wolverine was adopted. He had adoptive parents he was hanging out with. And Logan's dad showed up, killed the adoptive parents, and left Wolverine parentless. Yes. So he really fucked him over on that one. It's not like he, he like raised him himself, he just left him parentless. Yeah. What did what did he do? Just shot him. He, shot yeah, the parents. Yeah, yeah. And he just he and, and Wolverine Logan just wound up being look James. Um, Fuck. Howitt. Yeah. James Howitt. Yeah. See, is, I, this is why I am on the show because I have a plethora of comic book knowledge. Yes. And we and we record at your house. That helps. Yes. 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 <laughs> kiss, kiss both sides of my ass. <laughs> um. So. T'Chaka and T'Challa. It's a really okay. great one. Yes. Uh, Black Panther, it's a lineage. Yeah, so- yeah here, here you go with this. You have, a, like you said, you have a lineage. So the Black Panthers are down the line. Um, here's the interesting thing about the movie. Let's talk about the movie for a minute. Here's the interesting thing about the movie, and this is what defines the Black Panther. The interesting thing about this is that T'Challa thought his father was one way. And he had this high regard of his father. Then he found out that his father did something wrong, which made him question who he was, which made him lose the battle with Killmonger. Because he's questioning, you know, Killmonger was created because of his father's mistake. Did you see Black Panther? I have not seen it. I'm so sorry. No, it's cool. I'm blowing the whole thing. <laughs> no, it's cool. Don't worry about it. But half I'll the world has seen it, it, so I don't feel bad saying this now. I'm not a, like I'll still say shit if yeah. I get spoiled. Like, yeah, because I don't I don't understand why you haven't seen it yet. It's fine. You just have it. Yeah. yeah. You do a podcast called Like Nerd Like Sun about geeky stuff and you haven't seen Black Panther. Black Panther was the Three topic I do it. Don't come at me. Three weeks in. Cake boy. Alright. So but anyway. When he was getting healed and he went back in the spirit world and talked to his dad, he said, I'm going to fix what was made before because the way you, the kings have been running things before was not right. I'm going to fix everything. And that's when he came back and took and, and defeated Killmonger. But he was defined by his dad because when he thought his dad was one way and he found out his dad wasn't that way, it kind of phased his faith. It kind of made him lose his faith a little bit. And that's how he was so easily defeated by Killmonger. And it's cool because um, in in that uh, like scene too, right after, um, he's, Black Panther's talking to his like loved one. I forget. I don't know her name. But his, his, the woman that he's Sorry. And um, so when Black Panther's talking to her, she's kind of like, well, this isn't, it's not like your dad's fault. Like, your dad's not infall- infallible. Like, your dad can still fuck up. And so, learn from that. Like, this is a good experience. Don't sit here and beat yourself up and mope around like, oh, my dad didn't do this thing. Don't assume your dad's perfect. Exactly. And well, like- you can assume your dad's perfect. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Setting yourself up to uh, have your expectations, yeah. dash. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that, like, his... And like that lineage, that was great because even in in Civil War when T'Chaka dies and gets blown up, and he runs over and he's like, "Yeah!" Like it's fucking, it hits home. It's a really good scene. They had a really good. It really hit home for me. I was waiting for that motherfucker to die so, <laughs> so T'Chaka could see the Black Panther suit. Right. 
Why? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It had to happen. Yeah. Kill um, the motherfucker. <laughs> so one of the last ones I want to talk about, uh, and you know, we kind of have this last minute, but Odin and Loki. We would do Odin and Thor, but that's a very kind of uh, generic. It's generic. There's not much. Greek there. mythology covers it, or no Norse mythology. Yeah, Norse mythology. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Odin and Loki has always been super interesting because Loki is an adoptive child of Odin, who has looked out for him. But he's what, he's half he's half a uh, false giant. That's what I thought. Okay, and half uh, he's not he's all false giant really. Oh, and he was right. raised by Asgardian, so all this time he thought he was a Asgardian, and he's not. From the movies perspective, so um, he has always been the guy. He's been mischievous anyway, so he's used that, and that's an excuse to get back at his as his Asgardian family. Yeah, it's always been kind of like a thing where he's like, "Dad liked you better than me," kind of thing. Yeah, which is it gets old, a little tiresome. Yeah. Yeah, but Thor was the better kid, even though he was brash and arrogant. He was, you know, yeah, he was bad, a, a more heroic kid, you know. Which, yeah, so like when people talk about great villains in the Marvel universe and they put Loki up there, yes, Tom Hiddleston's performance as Loki is awesome. And well, he's, he's good in that movie. Loki in comic books is just as awesome because Loki is the reason that the Avengers are together. Okay, in the comic books, Loki was the first force that brought the Avengers together under one. Gotcha. So it, it's, but to me, I'm like, it, it uh, because people were making all kinds of comparisons of, like, Black Panther, you know, Killmonger and Black Panther being like, and like, well, Loki's the best, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, like, he gives a great performance, he's a really good actor, and like, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it does not, But Killmonger's not, reason is not as generic not. as Loki's. Yeah, it's, it's, it feels very, yeah, as you said, tired. Yeah. 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 Hackneyed, very hackneyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, now I want to do one more comic book one because it's going to lead into our next subject, which is movies. Cool. Because I had Ultron and Hank Pym. Ultron, Hank Pym created Ultron. Ultron uh, considers Hank Pym his father, which is very fucked up because Ultron's like, I got to get rid of all the humans, but a human is my father, and that's Ultron's whole thing. The same thing transfers in movies because. Ultron considers Tony Stark his father, and he had to get rid of all the humans, even his dad, to make things perfect. Right. So now we move into movies because Ultron in both comic books and movies. Daddy issues. Yes, is engineered by daddy issues. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like he was, func- he was created to function a certain way, and it's like he blames his dad for that. And right. But it's like even it makes more sense because it's like from a robotic perspective. Like not, there's no even emotions in it. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. like you created my program. It like you created my program is systematically. This is what I have to do. Right, and like you fucked up creating me. Yes, you want to make the world a perfect world, and the only way I can make the world a perfect world is to get rid of all humans and make everything robotic. Yeah, it's like what do you want me to do, Dad? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So yeah, moving into movies then too, uh, but keeping with the comic book theme. uh, But now we're officially in the movie phase. Ego and Star Lord uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy yes. Volume Two. That yes. entire fucking movie. Yo, that was incredible. Yes, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, even rewatching it, I still really enjoyed it. Um, but Kurt Russell was the perfect casting. 
for Star Lord's father because of that cockiness. That like you know, you, you know, it was mm-hmm. fucked up. You kind of liked him, and you didn't want him to be the bad guy. Yeah. You like like you you knew it was coming, but yeah, you didn't yeah. want it to happen. But you right. but everything he was doing in the beginning to get him get Star Lord on his side, you were buying all that shit. You were like, "Oh, great, he found his dad. Like, who's going to be the bad guy now?" All right, he's going to be on our team. Now. Yeah, and it, it like he's he, wait a minute, he's the bad guy. Yeah, well, I mean the whole ser- the whole Guardians of the Galaxy centers around him not having a father and. And then, like, that big cliffhanger of, like, oh, your dad's, like, somebody that's this, like, celestial, and it's like, whoa, fuck. Because that's why he was able to hold the gym. Right, and then when you find out that the dad gave the mother cancer on purpose. Yeah, that, that was fucked up. That was like, fucked up. <laughs> so good, and, like, that moment of Star-Lord just, like, screaming and just, like, blasting Ego. I gotta see. I gotta watch that again. Yeah, that was such a good. I loved his performance there. And then when they're having like a celestial battle, essentially, and he gives up his you know powers because he's like, I don't want to be like you. I don't need these powers. I don't want to be the next celestial. And he realizes his real father was Yondu the whole time. Not his real father, but his his, his second father. Yes, but yo, think about this. How fucked up is it? Like I'm. We've all dumped chicks before. And we've all done, like, you know. But how fucked up is it? Like, when you're done with the ass, why would you give it cancer? Like, no one else can have her. Like, that's like the. Like, I'm done with it and I don't want nobody else to have it. So I'm going to give it cancer and just kill it. Yeah, that's some, like, Hitler stuff. Yeah, that's like, yo, man, I'm done with it. I'm going to give it cancer because I don't want nobody else to hit it. But then also, and I'm gonna give you cancer. It's gonna take like a year for it to kill you. Yeah, you could have gave her something or else. Chop her yeah, off. you could have just that. Could have killed her. Yeah, yeah. you could have just shot her. In I'm the gonna head. kill you real slow because I don't want nobody else to hit it. Yeah, it was fucked up. That's fucked up. That's like a sick mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for a power of a celestial to have a sick mind like that. Kurt Russell. <laughs> Captain Ron. Yeah. Who, who is this? I just watched Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, recently. that is the movie. Yeah, I, I find forgot his name in that movie. What was his I name in that movie? Um, uh, Matt, a uh, bird. Uh, oh, fuck. Kurt Russell's hat, like, even his hacky acting is fun to watch. Oh, my God, it's amazing. It's that hilarious. Movie, I was not ready. Big, Big Trouble in Little China, man, is the best, <laughs> campiest movie you ever want to sit back and watch. I was playing a drinking game to it where I would drink every time... Kurt Russell asked somebody, what's going on here? Because yeah. it's literally the entire movie is him being like, now wait a second, I'm seeing demons and I see magi- What's going on? Somebody, I'm not doing anything until somebody explains to me what's going on here. Yeah. Dude, that is just hammered by the end of it. Like, oh my god. Yeah, that- and the girl from Sex in the City, isn't it? Jack Burton was the name of Kurt Russell. Jack character. Burton. Yeah. And a girl Jack Burton. B-U-R-T-O-N. Kim Cattrall plays a love interest. Yeah. From oh, also, funny thing, the guy who, the Asian dude that was helping him out yeah, the whole time, yeah, guess where he's from? I know where he's from. Where is he from? Tell me. Remind me. Fuck, man. Um, Warriors of Virtue. Dude, that movie's... That, Wait with a the kangaroos. That's a, deep, that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. Warriors that's of Virtue. I was watching oh, you know where he's also from? What? I remember this guy. He's from The Last Dragon. Okay, what's that? That you don't know what the last dragon is? No. Oh shit! I wish we could do another show because we need to do a show on just the last dragon alone. 
So real quick, but showed enough. But oh, oh, okay, I've never. He's seen one that. of the guys that showed it. He didn't really know how to fight. I think that's the same guy. He yeah. didn't really know how to fight, and at the end, he like fought and like. And where is the virtue? He's the Asian dude in the beginning that tells him about the book and like the. Oh yeah, and he's the one I haven't cooking. Seen that in so long, he was cooking with the walk and shit, and like, he, like the guy like goes to fall and he like, catches the dude with the yeah. Butt. That was. I him. haven't seen that. I gotta see Warriors of Virtue. Again. Oh, I haven't it's, seen that in so long. It's pretty bad. I want to buy a walk just because of Warriors of Virtue. Uh, no, I had to find it <laughs> online, but I'll tell you what that that fucking movie. It, the the villain in it because that's what the movie we used to watch it? when we were kids. Yeah, when you were a kid. The, the villain in it has is the most overacting you will see in any movie. It's that was um, isn't there something with like a water tower in the villain like swirling water? Yeah, well, there's a water kangaroo, and he <sighs> yeah he did that like. What is that guy's thing? Because that's the same guy who played the water the phantom, and that's the same guy who played in possum posse. He was a villain on posse. We're, we're gonna watch the, the western after this. Of the Warriors western Virtue. posse. Yeah, he was a villain on that, and he was a and he was a good guy on the phantom. Well, anyway, that was uh, our segment called Derailed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, just to, again, Ego and Star-Lord was great. My favorite, one of my favorites, is how they made Superman a deadbeat dad in Superman <sighs> Returns. Oh, God, that was so horrible. Yeah, you forgot about that one. Oh, man, I did. Oh, was a good I one. did. Yeah, and the son, you've realized that Lois Lane and him had a kid when he throws a fucking piano across the room. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait, Superman just left his fucking kid here? Well, he didn't know, in his defense, the bitch didn't tell him she was pregnant. But then at the end, he still flew away and was like, never mind. Yeah, because she had had a boyfriend, and he's like, looking outside the house, and he's like, okay, they're all happy together, so I don't really have to be a dad in this he bitch. He just <laughs> makes that assumption yeah. 100% right. Yeah, yeah. This bitch won't take me for support. Also, <laughs> why, how, did, how did, like... Clearly, this kid's gonna have to learn how to use his fucking power. Somebody's gotta be there. The new stepdad that's a fucking electrician's not gonna know how to teach him how to. Fly. Apparently, he will because Superman's That was Brandon Roth. I'm glad Brandon Roth got a chance to redeem himself as the Adam. Oh, uh, because everyone knows the Arrow is such a quality show now. I remember. I remember <laughs> I'm going to derail this again. I remember being at the comic convention and, Brent, and Brandon Roth was there as Superman. Under the Superman logo, Brandon Roth, the Superman, and before he became the Adam, there was nobody in his fucking line to talk to him. I believe it. He seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, he, I'm sure he is. Yeah. I didn't even go to his line I'm to talk sh- to him. No, I don't know I'm if like, they get paid anyway, but that is pretty depressing. Yeah. There's nobody in his line to talk to him. He was sitting there by himself. In his Superman costume? He didn't even have, he didn't even have assistance helping him out. That's how bad it was. Uh, <laughs> so, moving on with these movies. Um, real quick, I just want to go through this so we can get it out of the way. Okay. Star Wars. Yeah. There's a lot oh. of a lot of relationships in Star Wars. Um, the most common, obviously, Luke and Vader. Yes, Luke. Yeah, Obi Wan didn't kill your father. I am your father. And then he cuts off his fucking arm. Yeah, it's a rough relationship. <laughs> but Luke never gave up on him. I will never cut off your arm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I need oh, it. Oh, because I can get arrested for that shit. Yeah. But if I can get away with it and not get arrested, right. you would lose it all. Right. You know. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that whole trilogy, it, it's Luke and Vader, and that that parent relationship is rough. 
Um, did he? Did he? Did he not tell? No, he told Leia on in Return of the Jedi that yeah, that, that, that Vader was Vader his father, was, and, 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 and she's sister. like, "All right, well, I guess I'll go party with some more Ewoks then." <laughs> she handled it very strangely. She like didn't handle it like you would normally. You know what I mean? You ever think about that? That was Kay. weird. Look, Carrie Fisher was high most of the time. Oh, she was fucked up. She was high most of the time. Was, so at this point, she's like, I'm a party with the Ewoks because I'm sure they got some good weed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you knew that they... Yeah. they got, the Ewoks got some coke, man. I'm going to party with them, man. What do you think they're doing in that forest? <laughs> you know what they're doing. Having a good time. Um. So then, going with that, I'm just going with the most popular Han Solo, or I'm sorry, jumped the gun there. Going with those popular Star Wars relation, uh, relationships. Um... Han Solo and Kylo Ren. That's this new trilogy, and they're... I would hope you wouldn't want to kill me one day. Uh, I mean, if I needed the... No, I wouldn't. Not right now. You can't see it. You can't see it, but the look on his face was like... He had to think about it. I wouldn't. No, no, dude. It might be a situation that comes up. You sort of look at you. I say Yeah, the look of contemplation. You sort of contemplate. Your eyes see is what I don't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was always really good though. No, it's we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, yeah, but Kylo Ren, man, he's got some serious fucking daddy issues. If I get killed, you know who did this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kylo Ren's daddy issues were fucking deep, dude. He yeah. was, he really Well, was. he had daddy issues and grandfather issues. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, his grandfather issues were, were, were big. But, I mean, that was more of like a, he never knew his grandfather. He was just trying to live up to the legacy. But Han Solo was like... Because he knew he was a good guy. He's a fucking, like, a hero. Like, everyone knows his name for being, you know, a hero. And that was his ultimate test, was he had to kill his dad in order to become Kylo Ren. You know, and so in order to shed the Ben Solo entirely, you had to kill your, you had to kill Han. Yeah. And so when that happened, man, there's I'm grown men around me crying in the theater. And it was sad. I, I wasn't crying. No. Yeah, it was sad. Crying. Yeah, I was not crying. Man. Yeah. It was sad. But I was more sad for Chewie. Like, watching Chewie run around. Yeah, yeah, I was more sad for Chewie. I honestly am not a big fan of Kylo Ren. Yeah. I don't like his attitude. I don't like that whole demeanor. Yeah, I hear you. It's just... Well, wait, now that we're on Chewie, here I see, I think, your favorite relationship. Oh, yeah, Chewie and his itchy. Itchy. (laughs) His granddad. That relationship, or lack thereof. That was a beautiful relationship. <laughs> I was looking up clips from that, and it's really just hard to explain how seriously bad that movie is to somebody. Oh, like, yeah. you won't even like it on an ironic level. No. It's impossible to like. It's painful. It's, again, we were talking about... Because I went in there like, oh, I enjoy dry humor. And... No. No. That was, yeah. it was hard to watch. It wasn't even... Dr- it was just nonsense go listen to our uh christmas a very nerdy christmas episode for a full breakdown of the star wars christmas special because the whole scene where the grandfather puts on a clip and starts watching that's so creepy it's creepy and it didn't seem like that it it just didn't fucking make sense but yeah i think the it turns out sorry good no i was gonna say the explanation that you found that it was written by a sentient bag of cocaine I think that's the most accurate description of what you're in for. Because you realize they just made Chewbacca a deadbeat father. 
thing. He literally leaves that little thing. Like, like, because I right, would right, leave that can, thing too. Right, I would leave it too. Yeah, thanks. But, <laughs> but even though it has best, I best, still best, wouldn't fall. I'd leave like, that thing in a friendly's yeah. bathroom and drive off. <laughs> <laughs> Crayons, kid. <laughs> and fun with the placemat. My daddy left me. Oh my god. Give me Chip Danny and a pack of crayons. I'm good. Holy fuck. I will say that. Because the kid was playing on the ledge. I wanted to fall. I wanted to fall. Here's the thing with that. You set up that Chewbacca had a wife and a kid. Uh, yeah. And before. Okay, you can argue that, like, oh, well, no, he was fighting the, with the rebellion. Not at first he wasn't. He was no. dicking around with Han Solo doing jack shit, illegal shit. Yeah. He left his family to just go be a smuggler. Right. Left them there. <laughs> and then he returns and everyone's like, Chewbacca the hero. It's like, he wasn't always yeah, He though. wasn't he great. Hell, he was a smuggler, motherfuckers. Uh, that beat that. Anyway. We just don't got a lot. We don't got good internet out here. No, we just no, got to no. take what you give us. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so one of the... <laughs> I was got just the last of the Star Wars uh, father son things. Boba Fett and Jango Fett kind of sucks. It's not yeah, itchy. Yeah, but it, but you, you watch your father get decapitated. Yeah, you did that to watch his dad get. But by Sam Jackson, like who? I mean, yeah, it's an, an honor. You get decapitated, it's, an honor. Yeah, it's an honor. Yeah, you might as well get decapitated by Sam Jackson. Yeah, yeah. not like fucking Ned Stark and decapitated by Whoa. fucking oh jumping oh, the gun. shit. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, we're, it's technically a book uh, reference, but we don't have too many literary references for nerdy stuff, so we'll put it in the movie category. Draco Malfoy and Lucian Malfoy from Harry Potter. It's a pretty hilarious relationship. It's I, a really good one. I always, I like bad guys like that because I always marvel at just, like, how can you be that much of an asshole? Now, I'm not you familiar know? with the Harry Potter, so E-R-I-C, tell me what's going on here. Well, he, um... Draco Malfoy is Harry Potter's nemesis. Right. So he's like his foil opposite. He's like this really, like, Harry Potter's like the salt of the earth. Like, yeah, never been a wizard. <laughs> yeah, never been a wizard covered under the stairs. That's my room. <laughs> yeah, Draco, Ma Draco Malfoy's like got this slicked back blonde hair. He's like, both his parents are wizards. His family's wealthy. really wealthy. Yeah. And he's just a fucking dick. Yeah. Like, he's like, um, why don't you come with me, Harry? Yeah. Be friends with me because you're a legend. And Harry's like, dude, fuck. He's like, why are you hanging out with this Weasley kid who's like poor wizarding family? And he's just like, yo, fuck you. Yeah. And Draco Malfoy's like, well, fuck you. You're my enemy forever now. Yeah, and his dad's magical silver spoon stuck up his ass. Essentially, his dad's yeah. <laughs> essentially his dad's like a Nazi. Like all those Death Eaters, all those Voldemort people, they're all they all yeah. give a very KKK Nazi kind of feel. Not to mention that they wear the KKK outfit, but in black. Right. Yeah. Which it, it doesn't not... matter what color you put it in. It's the KKK <laughs> outfit. <laughs> it was not so. It could be purple, but it's a like KKK outfit. That, man. that was like this in Star Wars. They had that too. The red ones for the uh, Sith. Yeah, for the, it was like, and they're like those Nazis. are KKK guys, or like yeah. Nazis, or Nazis when they yeah, have the like the, yeah, when they have like the meetings and they're like. Yeah, all marching together. Yeah, yeah, and not so subtle. Yeah, just because you're yeah. in space doesn't mean you want to not go Jews. <laughs> right, but, but Draco, even toward the end, like when he realizes he's 
in too deep. Like, he's a shithead. He's a spoiled shithead. Yeah. But he's not totally evil. No. He's just a spoiled shithead with an ego. Mm -hmm. And his dad actually is evil. So when he gets to a certain point, they make... Like Draco he, kill like it's like uh, being a mafia son like it's all like fun and games you get the demeanor of being this like badass kid yeah. but eventually you gotta ante up and you gotta kill somebody and get into the mob yeah, yeah kill somebody and that's where he ends up killing Dumbledore doesn't yeah. he I uh, think no 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 Snape does Snape, Snape does yeah, no, yeah Snape kills what? Dumbledore but I forget what they make Malfoy do I think they <laughs> told Malfoy to kill Dumbledore originally <laughs> And he bitched out, and they were like, "Knew you couldn't tr cut it." How you know many Harry Potter's? Because I haven't been keeping up with Harry Potter. Dude, they're act. They're legit. Like I don't care what anybody says. They're legit entertaining books. Like they're really, they're really fun. No, I'm good. talking about. I'm not reading the books. I'm, I'm looking at the, the movies. movies. Are pretty fucking good too. Yeah, there's eight of them. Okay, I have to watch all eight because I think I watched the first one one time. It gets much more mature. Um, but like, like, still, like, I watched. The, oh, sorry, God. I'm just saying, like by the third movie. The, it goes from like the first and second one are like kids movies like it's like oh bring the family and by the third one like the director just went kind of dark with it really? because the book series he went totally Tim Burton yeah a little bit but like the, <laughs> it, it went in line with the story like the story gets dark, dark. yeah okay. and so like they had to and also the actors are getting older you can't keep up to like oh gee whiz like <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of went that way and so when you get to a certain point it's like did the girl Lucian Malfoy is like an abusive? Does the girl father, in the movie basically. eventually get hot? Hermione? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. she wasn't hot in the first one, but well, because she's like cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she be. Don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Just progress. Do the natural age progression in your head. Yeah. Right? I gotta watch all the Harry Potter. It's good. They're really good by the end. Um, I, anyway. I saw the first one. That's the only one I saw. Right. So uh, my last uh, movie one that I had, Goofy and Maximilian Goof. Oh! I love that his name's Maximilian Goose. Maximilian! <laughs> Max! Yeah. Maximilian! It's the Goof Boy! It's the Goof Boy! What's up, Is that Polly Shore? Yes. yes, it is Polly Shore. That's Polly Shore all the way. Yeah. Guard this with your life, the leaning tower of cheese. <laughs> That's so good. But don't, 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 I'm doing this all for you, dude. <laughs> so the Max and Goofy relationship was one of the best ever because that whole movie is about a father trying to connect with his son. Never mind where the mother is because apparently, yeah, there's apparently just there's no mother. mother. Deadbeat mom. Yeah. <laughs> right. And there are some. And there, there are some. There are some. But so it's I'm them. Tell you. <laughs> the whole movie is them trying them trying on a road trip and Maximilian's like. Coming of age, and he's kind of like tired. He of, doesn't want to do this. He doesn't want to do it. He wants to go hang out with the girl that he likes. That he's trying to get her attention, and it's just a road trip movie. Of oh, on the open to... road. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. But yes, it is open road. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a fantastic fucking film. That was the rum singing. Right. I know, I know. <laughs> it is. Oh, believe me, the last episode, I was. That was rough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that movie is fucking awesome, and even his nemesis—not his nemesis, his next door neighbor, uh, Pete, and his kid, yeah. who's Max's best friend. Yes, they got a hard relationship because he's just like a dick to his son, and Goofy's just trying to connect. And Max is like, "Fuck you, Dad! I'm gonna be and, a teenager." And um, the neighbor gives Goofy advice on what to do with his son, which is the wrong advice <laughs> because he's giving advice on what he treats his son. 
And we'll just rule with an iron fist. Yeah, we rule right. Now, I'll be honest with you. I've been told the same thing by different people about how to raise my kids mm-hmm. and rule with an iron fist and do X, Y, and Z and do this and that. And I kind of do my own thing. And um, I like to think that my kids don't hate me. Between George and the three girls and Justine, I don't think that the kids don't hate me because I don't rule with an iron fist. I'm kind of loose about it. I do some iron fist things, but some things I'm kind of like loose about. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like that's, that's, come on. I feel like any kind yeah. of like effective parenting isn't going to be like, oh, 100% do this all the time. But I'm still with the yeah. whole thing that the girls, the younger girls, can't date till they're out of college. <laughs> so funny. Good luck. Out so of college. Good luck. I tried with Lokiana had a sweet sixteen party last night, and I tried to tell that to all her friends. Like you guys shouldn't be you tried, thinking about. You tried to make that decree. With a bunch of sixteen-year-old girls, I tried to make the decree that you can't don't don't worry about boys until you're done college. Mm-hmm. It was the biggest laugh of the night, I think. So yeah, I, I, the goofy Max one. If you guys ever want a really good road trip family one. It's great. I got one to throw in for the movies, which was Denethor and Boromir and Faramir, which is another shitty one from Lord of the Rings. Okay. Were you, either of you, into Lord of the Rings? Yes. Yes. I was, yeah. Remember that shit? Yeah, that was good. He was going to burn his son. He's going to burn his fucking son. Because he thought he was dead. And he hated him. There's nothing he could do, which was just the most fucked up part about it. Boromir, and when you're looking at him, they're like, you know, like it's not. It'd be one thing if like Boromir was or Faramir was like super skinny and like useless or something, mm-hmm. or like he was just like a fat piece of shit. But he was like the exact same body type and everything as Boromir. It's like you have no reason to fucking hate <laughs> this guy. It's not like because back in the day it'd be like one thing. He's like he's puny. He can't like fight. It's like Faramir can like use a bow. Yeah. Fight with a sword and stuff. There's yeah, this kid. This kid was like leading an army. Yeah, he got defeated and he was brought back. And he wasn't really dead. His dad didn't even check to see if he was dead or he not. He was breathing. Yeah, he was going to burn his ass. Yeah. And like. Then he gets caught on fire and yeah. launches himself. He's going to burn great movie. And, 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 and the hobbit tries to say, look, he's not dead. Yeah. He's like, no, no, he's dead. We're going to burn him. I'm like, yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Fucked <laughs> up shit. That's good shit. That was a good one, though. Good, yeah, I see. I like mm-hmm. that. You gotta get one. Like when yeah. I'm watching Jeopardy, I just gotta get one answer. <laughs> I'll feel good about myself. <laughs> um, we're gonna do anime next, uh, just that's like one of our least. There's a shit ton. There's so many. There's so many. So we're just gonna hit on like a couple. Um, Shinji and that's a good shitty one for that's sure. A good shitty one. Sh- Shinji and Gendao. I think is I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but yeah, it's but the dad and son from Evangelion. Yeah, Neon Genesis Evangelion, and in this they have children that are fourteen are the only people that can pilot these mecha suits that are there to save the rest of civilization from angels, quote unquote, that invade at random that, times, that come in at random times and just kind of attack the earth and kill people for no real reason. Well, I mean, it gets explained. Yeah, but. Uh, only the children can pilot these things. Right. And it's, like, painful for them because they feel whatever happens to the thing. Right. So it's a lot of, like, nah! So the parents have to put them in this thing. And that's how you see see it. They sync up 
like if a kid's compatible like all the machine equipment they'll like sync up with the machine like 100%. yeah they have to like get like a vertebrae connector to the mech it's as fucking awesome okay. kind of like because it's because it's not really just yes. a mech it's like a also uh biological like it's like a mech that it's like a leave. cyborg that you're right. plugging into yeah yeah and so Gendau or Gen- whatever his Gendau, name is yeah. is the father of shinji shinji grew up basically without a father and then his dad is like Oh yeah, he's the I'm head here. of the whole operation. By he's the way, he's the head of like nerve. the government. Yeah, Nerve is the government corporation that makes the mech suits to fight the angels. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm gonna have my son come, and he's probably compatible with this thing. And Shinji's like, Oh, he's a very emotional kid. He is it's so emotional. Very whiny. He's very whiny. It is painful. He's like Luke Skywalker, like times two. Like Time. when he's oh man, he, yeah, it is. Oh really man. Cool. Jedi. Yeah, and like he literally, the kid is just man up, man up. exactly. Oh, they, they try, they try, they try multiple times. What's her face? The girl too, the captain. Yeah, Cap- what Ishigari or something? Yeah. She's always like, be like, man up, stop being such a little bitch. And he's, and he's constantly just like, oh, who, who am I? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like, oh, the hedgehogs dilemma. They can't get too close, so they hit you with their thorns. Yeah, that's like a big thing. It's a very emotional show, but it's, it's awesome, sad though. because the dad is like getting the fucking mech, and he's like, the dad, it's, it's me. He's like, yeah, I know it's you getting the fucking mech, and he's like, and then the dad is like has this other girl that's compatible. Like this other fourteen year old. Put her in and, the mech, and he's like, and he's like, and he's like, oh, don't touch her. She's a beautiful child, and like the kid, his actual son's like, what the fuck. <laughs> Dude, he this kid gets the short end of the stick, but then he brings it on himself because he's like, oh, yeah. everyone fucking hates him. Yeah, he never mans up, and now he's that call. He's that call and walking dead with everybody. We'll get him. there. Cool. Um, uh, I'm gonna skip this one. Um, yeah, Yukihira Soma and his dad. This is a very kind of niche show that me and uh, your IC watch. I love this show. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's called Food Wars Shokugeki uh, no Soma, I believe. Yeah, Shokugeki no Soma. And exactly. yeah, right. Uh, um, but it's it's literally their cooking show, but with anime, and it's just like, huh, like oh my god, what's gonna cook next? Like anime like cooking battles. Yeah, really. Anime, yeah, it's so much fun, and it teaches. And you then how to cook. It if the flavors shows. are really good, your clothes shoot off. They have yeah, like these anime. Very sexy. It, it gets very sexual. Like Just you like start you orgasming. Like, really? Is the anime show that gets sexual? Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh, cooking food. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Check it you. out. Um, it's great. I don't think I heard you right, so I'm going to stop drinking rum right now. Drink, yeah. more, drink more and watch it. <laughs> that's that's what you do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Yukira Soma is his dad. Just a badass chef, and he's like, his dad's like. Hey, you want to get good? Fucking throw it into the fire. That and like basically makes him. And he's like a gor- He's a highest level gourmet chef, and he has a diner. Yeah, he has a diner. Like he, that's the thing. He's like he's like one of the best chefs in the world. And he's like I'm just gonna open up a little diner mm-hmm. and just like simple dishes that people eat and they're like, what the fuck? Like how is this so good? Like their clothes are ripping off. Like, like oh, orgasmic and food. And rich yes. people roll in and they're like, I want to buy this property, and it's like it's just a diner, and then he just like blows their fucking clothes off with his yeah. Meal with like dope ass like just simple rice bowls, <clears throat> but he, his son's constantly like I'm gonna fucking beat my dad. And like every time his dad's around, he's like, like shokugeki, which is like a battle, a food battle where they just like cook against each other. And he's like, see if you can beat me now, son. And they just like go back and forth. It's pretty cool. It's a fun relationship. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Goku and Gohan from Dragon Ball Z. 
pretty okay. Actually, Goku's not that bad of a dad. That's like he's a, that's actually a positive relationship. It is. it is. I mean, he's like crazy Saiyan guys. Like you got to fight this train by fighting this dinosaur, but at yeah. the same time, he's not like these other anime dads that are just like. These are like like go fuck yourself and figure it out on your own. Like Goku actually yes. is like, all right, here's Piccolo. Yeah, he's gonna train you. Mm -hmm. It's not just like here's the world. Right. Figure it out. Right. He's cold blooded. Yeah. Most of them are, but he is not. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, that's that's a really fun relationship. Moving on from anime. Why we moving on from anime? Okay. Yes. Is that a Swedish fish now? Yeah, we moved on to Swedish fish now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He knows. Christ. <laughs> I'm not fucking eating it. Video games. Okay, who do you got? Tekken. Okay. Who's, who do we got? Is it Kazuku and his dad? I don't know. Okay, never mind. Fuck it. Alright, fuck it. Um, <laughs> Alright, so finally we'll go on to TV. Um, we'll start off with. Uh, Game of Thrones, because that's a huge one. Okay. We got um, so many that we can lot. pick. Yeah, it's a lineage show about family. There's lineage. multiple kids, too. Yeah, for each. so we'll just hit our favorites. Um, Ramsey and Roose Bolton. You gotta love this relationship. Yeah, so elaborate, because I'm not even... Ram Ramsey and Roose Bolton, they're sigils the flayed man. They're the ones who ran... Remember, um... No, I remember who Ramsey is. I just can't remember what, what Bruce, his dad... Bruce Bolton is the guy he ends up killing. To take his place. Yeah, he's the right, one who's right, like, you're right. not a bastard anymore, you're a Bolton. Right. That's Bruce Bolton. And okay. he's just as fucked up as Ramsey, and it makes sense. He's oh, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, his sigil is a guy getting tortured. Right. So, I mean, that says all you need to know yeah. about the guy. There's not much, yeah. That's... And they, they're... Both just fucked up people. And they had an oddly, like, strategic relationship where it's just, like, they never really... They never really bullshitted each other too much. Right. I mean, Ramsey did, obviously, to get him to the point where he can, like, kill him, but I feel, I feel like Roos felt that Ramsey was his actual son just because he was just as fucking crazy as he was, and I guess he just... Maybe he did see coming that he was going to get killed, but yeah. I think he wanted to hope that he could actually have somewhat of a yeah. father-son relationship. But you never know with a guy whose sigil is torturing people. That's true. Um, Tywin and Tyrion. This is great. <clears throat> now, Tyrion is, uh, you know, Peter Dinklage, the little person on the show, and him and his dad, his dad always considered him an abomination because his the mother died giving you're a birth. Dwarf. Yeah, you're a dwarf. And his, the mother died giving birth to Peter Dinklage. And so he always kind of blamed Tyrion as like, you fucking, you're like... I've never watched an episode of Game of Thrones. Dude. You would love it. You would really like it. Um, what was the other one we were saying he needs to watch? Oh, if you could hear us. Yeah, <laughs> Shokugeki no Soma. Um, but yeah, so it, Tyrion ends up, his dad is always like, fuck you, you like dwarf piece of shit. <laughs> And so Tyrion's always been like, I'm, I'm the fucking outcast. No one loves me. He makes he, lemonade, too. He does make lemonade. He totally takes, like, Tyrion... Tywin blames... The father blames Tyrion for the death of his uh, nephew. Yeah. Nephew? Yeah. No. Grandson. Mm -hmm. And so Tyrion's, like, on trial. And Tywin, his dad, knows that he didn't do it. But he's like, yeah, he did it. Let him die. And Tyrion ends up 
like as he's like on like his deathbed, but not his deathbed. He's like on trial. He's gonna get killed, and he takes Tyrion's woman that he's in love with and bangs her while he's like locked up, and so Tyrion comes in and has to like see her, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm banging your dad now," and he's like, "Oh shit!" So fucking strangles her, kills her. And he's like, "Sorry, I had to do this." And then he walks in on his dad taking a shit. And his dad's taking a shit, and Tyrion walks in with a fucking crossbow. He's like, hey, dad. And he's like, how the fuck did you get out? And he's like, hey, I just uh, just killed my uh, whore of a wife um, that you've been banging. And uh, I think you're next now. And he's like, I never liked you. <laughs> fucking just gets no, no crossbow right to the fucking heart, dude. Okay. Shitter. I'm never going to bang your wife. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate that. I just, I'm just letting you know. It's never happened. That's what would happen. So you yeah, don't right, have right, to kill right. me for that. Uh, yeah, okay. You have to kill me for other shit. It's, yeah, other shit. I love her like a daughter. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, Ned Stark and his... So don't come in while I'm taking a shit. I will, <laughs> but you're usually taking a shit. So that I'm usually a taking a weird, shit every day. That puts All me in a weird time. position. I love taking a shit. You do. So I do why? love so taking a shit. My favorite taking a shit at work is when you get paid shit. Yeah, yeah. I love taking a shit That is work. pretty fantastic. You shit. bring the phone in there. I usually take the shit at work and take my phone in and play my play my uh, word for friends. Yeah. And I'm in there for a good half hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Minimum. My butt actually hurts on the toilet hour. from sitting on the toilet for so long from taking a shit. Because I'm in there at work for maybe, so long. Maybe you get lost on the way back. Too. Yeah, I, I might. <laughs> maybe I you need to take a walk around the building. Find because, yourself another bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> because they did, they, they, of course, the street where I work, they didn't open a new Popeyes. So I can't get lost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. You can't be putting Popeyes there and expect me not to go <laughs> So no, it's only eating Popeyes for work for friends. Uh, um, so disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Your phone is just covered in grease and shit. <laughs> Yeah. God damn it. That was fucking nasty. The visual I just gave you, right? Yeah. Um, so the last um, Game of Thrones reference that we'll make is... Uh... <laughs> it's fun. gotta be! I see <laughs> The last Game of Thrones reference we'll do is Ned Stark and just his whole... Merry band. Yeah, his whole family. All the Starks. They're the good guys in the show. They're all fucking, they know what's right and what's wrong because their dad fucking told them. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the best dads in, like, all of TV. Ned Stark was, he starts off, like, you're watching the first season. You're like, oh, yeah, star of the show, Ned Stark. Head chopped off. You're like, what the and fuck? And he's such a main so character. So that just told me for when I want to watch the show. Yeah. Okay. There's much more. Just, That's not, just watch it you'll, anyway. You'll still be You'll fucking, forget by um, then. Um, one of the most famous ones, Homer and Bart Simpson. Yes. Hilarious. Interesting. Yeah, just the physical it. comedy is fucking hilarious. It is. Every a, time Homer gets like a baseball thrown at him, it just hits him in the head and he just falls over. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the strangling of the of the sun. <laughs> like it's it's a classic. I'll thing. show you funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, There's but, so many great TV dads, but go ahead. There is. Um and one of them we're going to talk about is Rick and Carl Grimes. Now we could have saved this for the comics, but uh, fuck it, yes. we'll do uh, we'll do it for TV. Because spoiler alert, Carl's dead. Carl's dead now in the TV um, show. But Rick and Carl, Coral, has always been the core of that show. The coral of that show. Coral. Of I, that think, show. I think I think I haven't watched the show all season. <laughs> I haven't watched the show all season, but it's not good anymore. The, yeah, that's why I haven't watched it. But I did grow an affection for Carl 
when his dad was going through something that he called it and realized, and he's sitting on the on the house eating pudding. Right. <laughs> Right, right. That was a great scene. I'm going to eat pudding and see if my dad comes out of this okay. Yeah. Eat away the pain. But I got pudding in the meantime. Yeah, I mean, and they both kind of molded each other throughout the years. Like, it's it's done much better in the comics, but they together have had an influence on each other to where they keep progressing until they become better people. But you know what the moral of that story is? Everything's good with pudding. (laughs) In my best Bill Cosby books. Oh, that was God. the worst Bill Cosby voice. And there's a reason why we left Bill Every- Cosby out of the best TV <laughs> Everything's <laughs> better with Putin. No, no, you can't leave Bill Cosby. No. Look, I don't care what the media says. The Cosby's in the 90s and 80s. He was the best dad ever. On unfortunately, on the TV set, on set, on the on set. Unfortunately, 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 he's been tainted beyond reproach. Yeah, that is. But on set. He was the best TV dad. Once he, he, he like you wanted him to be your dad. You know why? We will, and I wanted to save this for last. The best dad on TV. Uncle Phil. So much solid advice. Yeah, and that's yeah. not... We've held back on a lot of episodes of talking about Fresh Prince for fear of it not being exactly nerdy. It but is. I think in this father-son thing, Uncle, Uncle Phil, Phil is the ultimate father. I'm going I'm to tell you a scene from that that is... Yeah, I don't care how long we go. I'm gonna tell you a scene from that. Yeah, that I I I loved when Fresh Prince real dad came to visit him. That's a crazy yep. episode. Do you remember that? Oh, I and remember then, that. And, 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 and then his dad was supposed to take him with him, and he was supposed to travel around together. And his dad dicked him on it and left. And let the news with Uncle Phil, and Uncle Phil had to tell the Fresh you know, Will that his dad wasn't taking him. And Will showed up with a present for his dad, and was yeah. like, "And I think it goes like, he's like, well, that's all right, that's all right. I didn't want to go with him anyway." He's like, Cause "You know what? I learned how to shoot my first hoops with him, Uncle Phil, didn't I?" "Yeah, you did, Will. That's right. Cause I got my first honey without him, didn't I?" "Yeah, you did, Will. Cause I got into college without him. I did this without him. I never needed him. He was never there for me. He just loses his shit." And he starts crying. That, and he holds on Uncle yeah. Phil. That is where, not with the Kyla Ren thing, but that scene is where I was actually like had to stop. From oh. tearing up. Oh, I cried. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was like that, that was like that's is, impossible. Because he breaks down. It comes out like, of nowhere too. It does because he says yeah, like, he's like, he's like I never like, like I, I don't need him at all. Like I don't need him, Uncle Phil. And he's just like I know, Will. I know. And then he's like, Man, why don't he love me, Uncle Phil? Why don't he love me? And Uncle exactly. Phil fucking grabs him. Even, even thinking about that scene, I'm starting to tear up a little bit. Yeah. Even thinking it about was, it because it, it most and this is where a lot of people underestimate Will Smith. He's an amazing actor. Because that scene, and, and if you want to see Will Smith really act in his early age, check out Six Degrees of Separation. Yeah. yeah. Six Degrees of Separation was like Will Smith taking the acting to another level because no rapper would have did what he Because in that movie, he was a lot of different things. He was also a gay man in that movie. And it was like... Wow! Right, he was already stepping For out of Will, the comfort yeah, he was zone. Always, you know, yeah. as a rapper, he was always stepping out and acting. Yeah. But and that that scene specifically with him and Uncle Phil, and him and Uncle Phil too, that Uncle Phil was his father figure. Yes, and that was, and he was a great. He always had sound advice. Mm-hmm. Yes, like actually, I can't remember too many times where at the end of an episode, Uncle Phil was wrong. I think he's he was always usually, right. Yeah, usually it's like, oh, thanks for teaching me this lesson, young young buck. No, it was always the reverse. Where yeah. they, 
they would go out and Uncle Phil would be like, you know what I went through? You know what marches I went through? Right. I got hosed down. Like, yeah, I did yeah all Uncle shit. Phil. Like, and you, like, you, they, you, they address that, like, because he was rich, you assumed Uncle Phil was one way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He was actually another way because he had went through it all. Right. And that's okay. like the, that, that's exactly right. That's what I was going to say. They address like that. Sometimes generations can be like, you don't have any idea, like with like the Florida shooters, for example. It's like they can be like, and I'm not like dissing on them at all. I think what they're doing is good. Um, but like they could have that thing where it's like you don't even know what it's like to be going through what we are going through. But it's that's not true. There's always something like similar, like catastrophe wise, yes, or something in their life that's happened in the past that they can relate to. Right. And so I mean that's what I was saying for best CV dad. Or best dad, I think, in any kind of medium, I, I've always... Uncle Phil has always been there. And well, he showed I, up I, like a motherfucker, too. He gave him a mansion. Oh, my just God. Just took him out yeah, of West yeah, yeah. LA he, and he put him through, in the best high school. He came through with the... I and, know Sanford wasn't the best fucking dad. Yeah. <laughs> I know I like, Sanford wasn't we the best. We have to give props to the late James Avery yes, for being yes. the, the best Uncle Phil. Yes. Now, I want to throw another hat into the ring on TV dads. All in the family? No. Though that's, that's pretty funny. good. That's, that's pretty funny. funny. Um, um, John Amos from Good Times. Oh, wait, wasn't he? Didn't he die? He died. He died in the middle seat. And the reason they killed his character off is because John Amos was like, you know what? I want to do this X, Y, and Z with the show. And they wouldn't let him do what he He was tired of the show being campy and playing up to JJ. Mm hmm. On the campiness and the stuff, and he wanted the show to actually mean something, so they got rid of his ass. Because let's be honest with you, white writers were writing the show, mm-hmm. and he wanted to do a positive thing for black people. Right. And they said that's not going to sell. Get rid of his ass. They fired him. He didn't know he was going to get fired. He got fired. But John Amos was a father. James Evans was a father in the projects. Being very poor and trying to raise his family and keep them from the evils of gang wars and sex and violence and all that shit. Because there was an episode where James, where JJ was was supposed to get inducted into the gang, and James Evans had to take on the gang. And at the end of the and at the end of the episode, you know, they were in court because JJ got shot and his kid and. And James Evans actually talked to the guy, the kid, that did his son wrong. And tried to comfort this kid because this kid did not have a father figure. James Evans, as a father growing up in the projects, was the shit. And you watch I think old a lot episodes, of people would be jealous of that, too. Yeah, but you watch old episodes of Good Times. And you see James Evans, the way he handles his family. You'd be like, damn. Damn, 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 James. damn, damn, damn. <laughs> yeah. I've watched some good times. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's what James died. They had to kill him off. Yeah. And when Ed Florida found it, damn, damn, damn. It's yeah. annoying that they wanted to play it. JJ was the dude with the hat, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they wanted to play up essentially what boils down to Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, and instead essentially. Of, <laughs> instead of yeah, great exploring, you know. Yeah, you, hit the, you, you hit the nail right on the head, ERIC. Yeah. You hit the yeah. nail right on the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Because that—that's exactly what it was. They wanted the comedic part of it, right? Instead yeah. of the serious part of it of growing up in the projects. Yeah. James Evans. Yeah. There was still a, a vacuum for that too. Yeah. Like it's not like that was being filled. Like yeah, real yeah, stories yeah, yeah, yeah. about no, projects. No. no. 
So, no. I mean, that, I think that just about wraps it up. Yeah, for, for fathers all together and, and father daughter. We didn't yeah. get mother daughter relationships, rather. We get fathers a lot. Um, there's, well, there's, there's, it's there's apt for what we're doing. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, apt for what yeah, we're yeah, doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know, guys. How do we finish up our last I episode, know. dude? I don't know. It's like I anti. It's, it's, I don't want it to be anticlimactic. Um, fucking hey, man. I don't know. It's been it's been a pleasure. Thank you all yeah. for listening, everyone Definitely. that's that's been with us for so long. And and you know, it's been like a what two year journey now. It's two years. Is it's it a year or two years. years? No, it's like two years now. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I. I didn't even know the rubber coat because I, I didn't know it was two years. I thought yeah. it was one year. <laughs> you're you had another rubber coat. You're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, actually, you know what? It's been two years because we were in the other house when we started. Yeah, and, yeah. And I've been here. Okay, it's been mm -hmm. two years. Yes. We started February of 2016 is when I called um, the son up in um, January of 2016. I said, you know what? Let's do a podcast. Then that went down? That's how in January, I called you up and said, let's do a podcast. You said, all right, I'm good. Let's so, do George, it. I heard of this thing called podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you, and I said, because you got, kept telling me about doing podcasts. I didn't know too much about it. I said, let's do a podcast, and that's how we started. Yeah, and uh, it's been a really fun journey. I've, it's I've, been a it's great been awesome. journey we've had. I'm glad you're at People come you visit. Know, I'm really glad I got to get in on it, dude. It's yeah. been amazing. And we got, I remember how we got ERIC involved because he was doing something on music on video games. Video and game then, music. Yeah, yeah, video game music. The and then topic. I said, we should have Eric come back. I said that. I remember I said oh, that. Yeah, you did. And Eric kept coming back. And, um, you know. I've just been here ever since. Yeah, you've yeah. been here ever since. Rest Can't get rid of the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yep. I'll well, keep showing up. Well, gentlemen, it's been a honest to God pleasure doing this with you. Definitely, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nerd, pleasure uh, to be your son, it's, man. it's a pleasure to have you as um, my kid. Mm -hmm. You know. Hey, Kiana. <laughs> Can, uh, uh, we have people in the studio with us. It's not really a studio, it's a living room. But we have <laughs> it's a George's wife is here listening very quietly. And and my and our oldest daughter, Kiana, is listening very quietly. And she actually offered to take your place to do the show to keep it going. If you guys want to do it, you have my blessing. So but I don't I don't know she doesn't know enough about nerd stuff. Yeah, yeah. Twist it to whatever you want. You know what I mean? You know. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, guys. So thanks so much for listening. It's been fun. Thank you very been, much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed all of it. Thank you. All. I hope you enjoyed all of it. Let us know what you think of our podcast. Um, if you want me and Eric and Kiana to keep going, let us know. <laughs> and we're not going to do that. But still, <laughs> let us know you love us, so we know we feel appreciated. Yeah, and who knows? We might be back in an alternate dimension. You know, anything's really? possible. We could be back in an ultimate dimension? I fucking I'll be there. I'm going to have another <laughs> rum and coke, and I will be in an ultimate you dimension. Yes. I'm going to have another But in the meantime... where you decided to have another rum and coke. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, on behalf of the sun... That's me and the nerd. And E-R-I-C. What's up? I am the nerd, and thank you for listening. And God bless your soul and keep living. And uh, hail Hydra. And that's the end of that chapter. Like nerd, like, 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 nerd, like, 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 son, like, nerd, like, 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 nerd, like, like, son, like, nerd, like, 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 nerd.